Good evening. Uh, this be our midweek service, and hope everyone's having a good week. Um, just wanted to uh, share some things with you. I'll, I'll keep this um, uh, as short as I can. Um, but uh, was just thinking over some things this week, and a conversation I had with a a, a man in the office today, and just some things that come over my mind as we were talking about faith and uh, was reminded of the account of Daniel and the three Hebrew um, men there, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So I uh, thought we might look at that account this evening uh, and uh, think about the things concerning concerning the things that we can learn from these these young men. So we'll take a look there. We'll start in chapter 3 of Daniel, verse 1. It says, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold and the height of which is 60 cubits and width uh, 6 cubits. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent word to assemble the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all of the rulers of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the image of Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And the herald loudly proclaimed to you, the command is given, O people, nations, and men of every language, that at the name, the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, all kinds of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. But whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast in the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. Therefore, at the time when all the people heard the sound of the flute, horn, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, all the peoples and nations and every man, every language fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. For this reason, at the time, certain Chaldeans came forward and brought charges against the Jews. They pr- responded and said that Nebuchadnezzar the king, O king, live forever. You yourself, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and any all kinds of music is to fall down and worship the golden image. But whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast in the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews that you have uh, appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon, namely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have disregarded you, and they do not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage, anger gave orders to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, then, uh, then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar responded and said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready to, at this moment to hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made. Very well. But if you will not worship, you will immediately be cast in the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there that can deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. Uh, 
If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with wrath, and his facial expressions was altered toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He answered by giving orders to heat the furnace seven times more than it had been usually heated. And he commanded certain valiant warriors who were in the army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in order to cast them into the furnace of blazing fire. Then these men were tied up, and their trousers, their coats, their caps, and their other clothes were cast into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. There is the reason because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was heated extremely hot. The flame of the fire slew the men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But the, the three men fell into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire, still tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and stood up in haste and responded and said to his high officials, Was it not the three men that were cast in, bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said, Certainly, O king. He said, And look, I see four men loose and walking about in the midst of the fire without harm, and the appearance of a fourth is like the son of gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the furnace, blazing, and he responded and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out, you servants of the Most High God, and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and King's high officials gathered around and saw in regard to these men that the fire had no effect on their on these bodies of these men, nor the hair of their heads singed, nor any of their trousers damaged, nor the smell of fire even upon them. And Nebuchadnezzar responded, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angels to deliver his servants and put their trust in him, violating the king's command and yielded up their bodies so as to not serve the serve or worship any god except their own god therefore i make a decree that any man or any people nation or tongue speaks anything offensive against the god of shadrach meshach and abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses reduced to rubbish heaps inasmuch as there is no other god who is able to deliver in this way then the king caused shadrach meshach and abednego to prosper in the province of babylon Chapter 4 and verse 1 says, Nebuchadnezzar the king to all the people and nations, men and every, of every language that live in all the earth, may your peace abound. It shall seem good to me to declare the signs and wonders which the Most High God has done for me. How great are your signs and how mighty are his wonders. And his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, his dominion from generation unto generation. So here you have the account of... Uh, an act of defiance against the king of Babylon, uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, he had erected an image and he had proclaimed that everyone would bow down and worship it. But yet these three men, who were officials of his uh, and were placed there by God, chose not to observe this worship. Why? Because we know based on a scripture and and the, and and the things that we've read in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that this is unacceptable. It's idolatry. It's false worship. Uh, so these men vowed that they would not do this thing, even to the king, without fear of of any reprisal against them. Um, so he, in his anger, uh, heats up this furnace, has his men tie him up and take him in. Well. We see that there's a fourth man there. Um, 
I, I see no doubt as to who the fourth man is. Um, I know many people have talked about this, but it's it seems to be uh, Christ there in the fire with them. Um, says Scripture talks about Christ being, you know, from the foundation of the world. We know that that uh, the Scripture seems to witness to that as well. Um, but more importantly, the protection that these that these men had because of their faith, the Lord. Sh- chose to show his might and power to these other men and guess what in their arrogance they were humbled uh, these men were not burned they were not harmed they were not uh, <clears throat> anything harmed on them uh, but most importantly what's the lesson from this that we can that we can understand well the lesson that we have is that we have nothing to fear from from other men uh, in our service to God what can they do to us? They can kill us. We'll go to be with the Lord. The same thing here. They can try to harm us and the Lord protects us. And guess what? God is honored and glorified. You know, whether or not that's, the, you know, what we do is the question. Uh, the Lord gives us the option. But we need to choose to serve the Lord. And uh, may we honor and glorify the Lord like these, these three men did. And like Daniel did, pray that we would have the faith to to endure such things. Uh, I'm scared to get cut by something, let alone, you know, uh, walk into a a burning fire. Um, You know, the scripture talks about um, our faith and the evidence of that faith. Um, Christ talks about having the faith of a mustard seed, you know, to say to this mountain uproot and be moved, and it be moved. Well, that's what it takes to have the faith to do something like this. They just believed that God would take care of them, and guess what he did? Why? Because they did what he told them to do. They were faithful to that. We have two choices. We can either be faithful, as the Lord has called us to, or we can be unfaithful. Scripture talks about a man being that can be that is faithful and that is not faithful in little cannot be faithful in much. Same thing, vice versa. How can we if we can't be faithful in something, how can we be faithful and 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 do specific things the Lord's asked us to do? This is this is a demonstration here in the scripture. These men were faithful in just a few things as well, but yet they demonstrated larger faith here. Is this not the same thing that we're to demonstrate to all men? Did they go out screaming and yelling and protesting and threatening? And No, they didn't. What did they say? He says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king in verse 16 of chapter 3, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God would would we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and he will deliver us out of your hand O king but even if he does not let it be known to you O king that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up we know that the ten commandments is what thou shalt put no other gods before the lord thy god and so many words so we have that same duty and obligation. Uh, 
we have pray that we'd have the same desire as these th- three men to do such a thing. Uh, we're reminded of of various accounts. Uh, John the Baptist was he was he scared? He was beheaded for his belief in God and the things that he did because his enemies hated him. Same thing with the apostles. Many of them were killed and beaten. Stephen was stoned. But guess what? He still testified about the Lord and 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 what wonderful things he does before these men that were ready to just madly kill him. So in the face of such odds, what do we typically do in this day and age? Um, do our actions... Uh, coincide with what the scripture says and, to, and and what the Lord instructs us to do? I would hope so. Uh, if you consider the things that are written over in Colossians chapter 3, uh, it says set your, uh, in verse 2 of chapter uh, 3, it says, set your affections on the things above, not on things of earth, for ye are dead and your life is hid in Christ and God and when Christ who is our life shall appear then shall ye also appear with him in glory mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication and cleanliness and order and affection evil concupiscence I can't pronounce that concupiscence you know what I mean and covetousness which is idolatry for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, and the which ye also walk sometimes when you lived in them. So what's he saying there? He's telling them he's like we need to focus on what setting our our mind on on the kingdom of God, putting to de- putting putting down or. Restraining those uh, things that we have formerly practiced, putting to death, subduing those things which we face. Fornication. What's fornication? It's idolatry. It's the practice of harlotry, adultery, incest. Uncleanness, being impure physically or morally, in order to affections, lust, passion, affection. Or longing after something that we shouldn't have those affections for. Extortion, covetousness, greediness, those things are are not serve, service of the Lord. So consider these things. These are the things that we are to be concerned with each and every day. Putting these things away from ourselves. Trusting the Lord. Trusting that uh, He will provide what all we need. Reasoning in the Spirit. These brethren were encouraged by one another. So let us consider these things. How do we handle our ourselves in the midst of these of this world? So let us consider these things. Consider the faith of these three men 
who in the face of their government <laughs> and the head of their government still practice serving their Lord without fear of reprisal. We're scared to speak about the Lord in our workplaces for fear of reprisal. We're scared to show people about it. We're scared to do these things. I'm not saying that we are necessarily scared, but that we hold back these things sometimes. May we have the boldness to speak the things of the Lord. Um, I felt embarrassed today. I, you know, the conversations don't like that don't come very readily, but it was a shirt that a man wore that caused me to think about these things more. Uh, does that happen to me every time? No. There's sometimes I have the boldest to do it, but may we have consistent courage and a desire to proclaim the Word of God even to those who might not be willing to hear it, even in our jobs. Uh, because why? Our God is worthy to be honored and glorified in all that we do and in every situation and at all times. So let us do these things and consider these things throughout the week. And I hope that this has been an encouragement for you and thank you for your time and your attention. And, and I pray that each one of you have a good week. And I uh, hope to hear and speak to each one of you soon.